Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And Kathy Duplantis here. And we've got another boardroom chat. So hey, exciting. Hallelujah. You know, it is so We've made so many new friends doing hey, this. Man, I tell you, you know, since January of last year, we have had over 17 million people. Praise God. Uh, contact views, us, views yeah. comments. That's contacting mm -hmm. and things of that nature. It is just such a blessing of the Lord. I, and I tell you what, people are really enjoying this. Are you I, enjoying I it? I am. It's a lot of extra work, but I tell you what, I'm enjoying it myself. God's been so good and gracious. I want to talk about something today. In fact, I'm going to write a pardon letter on it. And, and I'm going to kind of tie it into faith the facts after a while that you just uh, saw and it's going to be a blessing. So if you've got a Bible or an iPad, I always like to read the scripture first. I'm going to go to St. John chapter 8, okay. where Jesus is talking. In verse 31, Jesus says this. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him. Now, that's the key to that word, which believed on him. And he said, if you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. If you continue. Mm -hmm. And so many people, they don't continue. They start out good, but they, they, they kind of, I don't know, maybe they get tired or get depressed or discouraged. And, right. You know, and before you know it, you, you see them out of church. They won't do this. And some people got a little lazy on the COVID. They don't want to come back into church. You know, they'd right. rather just lay at the house and all that kind of stuff. When the Bible specifically says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves. Sure. Right. And it, now what he said, if you continue, and I like that word continue. Yeah. And it, it, you are my disciples indeed. Then he said this, verse 32. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. It didn't say you shall believe the truth. Mm -hmm. See, a lot of people believe things, but do you know things? Paul said, I know in whom I have believed. You got to get to the past the duh, past tense. <laughs> Past and you said, well, when you know something, yes. so now Kathy knows me, I know her. I've had some people say, I know Jesse, man. No, you don't. You know about me. Might have seen me on social media or television or whatever. But see, if you fellowship with me, if you go to dinner with me, you begin to know me or know Kathy. But the verse I want to get to is verse 36, I believe. Okay. Jesus said, if the son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. I want to talk about freedom today. Mm. Why are so many Christian people in bondage when the Son has made us free? Right. And the Amplified says, so if the Son liberates you, makes you free men, then you are really and unquestionably free. Yeah, that's, that that's a powerful, powerful step. Mm -hmm. See, I find so many people in bondage to think, well, I'm trying, trying, trying what? Mm -hmm. Quit trying to become what you already are. You see, you've been made free. And whom the son is set free. But see, you got to know the truth. And yeah. then you got to continue in it to stay free. Yeah, I just remember, thought about how, you know, they have those elephants that they trained. You've heard about right. that. Mm -hmm. Where these massive elephants, they'll put their a chain to their leg where they uh -huh. can't move. Right. And then all of a sudden, they'll they'll make it lighter. But they, they don't realize that they, they could pull that chain right. out of the ground. But they still stay bound in that one space. Right, when they could just jerk that thing yeah. as strong as they are. So there's history. Yeah. that What that tells you is that, our past history of being bound makes it, you know, we could stay in the past, but God right. wants to liberate us right. and move us into a future with him that's free. And, and the past never sees the future. Mm -hmm. And so many people live in the past. So I want to deal with that today because I find people say, Brett, Jesse, you just don't know what I'm going through. Well, would you please get through it? <laughs> and I don't mean that sound hard. You see, they're always talking about, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Get through the thing. Yeah. It's the shadow. It ain't death. Yeah. It's the shadow. Some people it. like it in the shadow. They stay there, build a house. Yeah, canonize the place. Canonize you know? it. And they shouldn't be. So when you understand if the sun have made you free, you're free indeed. That's what people don't understand about my I've had a lot of criticism, criticism over my whole ministry, quote, quote, career, call it what you want, because he seems to be so free. Well, Jesus set me free. See, he didn't cover my sin. 
He washed it away. Mm -hmm. There is no evidence against me. Yeah. There's no evidence against you. There's no evidence against you at all. Yeah. If you are born again, now if you're not born again, you got a chunk of evidence against you. See? Yeah. Yeah. So when you understand, now free from what? Well, let me just say that and I've said it many times on boardroom chats and also when I preach. Uh, have you ever saw me sad or sick or depressed or discouraged or despondent? And people say, well, no, but Jesse, broke. No, why? Because I'm free. Mm -hmm. See, I'm a free man. Jesus set me free. And the Bible, that's why Jesus said, it's expedient that I go away or the comforter won't come. Why? Because you see, since he did this freedom, not getting comfort. Yeah, we talked about that on our last board. Yeah, just that, About how we've been made new creatures. Amen. But, and how even the desire yeah. for that old life it's was gone. gone. Because we've been set free, free from, from that. Free from that. Now, uh, on, on one of my um, uh, faith facts, uh, we talked about grief. Now, you see, there's so many people that are grieving for things when Jesus set you free from that. That's good. He literally set you free. And I, we talked about that on Faith to Facts. And I, 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 want, I want to go to Isaiah chapter 50. Uh, I think it's 53 or 54. Let me go to it real quick. Okay. Uh, Isaiah. Do I need to stay where I'm at? No, John? no, you we can go to Isaiah back. too. No, go, come to Isaiah. That'd be okay. fine. Can we can go back. Praise the Lord. But I want you to see this, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, Isaiah chapter 53. First, it starts off with verse 1. Who hath believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? In other words, do you understand what I'm about ready to say? Is the arm of the Lord revealed to you? Are you willing to believe this report? Now, you know, maybe someone died of the COVID, and that's a terrible thing. Or maybe you lost your mother, your father, and all that kind of stuff, and you've been in grief all that time, grieving constantly about things. And it just beats you. Because, and I said that in Faith the Facts, that grief was not made for mankind. Right. You cannot handle grief. Grief will destroy you. Grief will hurt. And I want to show you the scripture. What is that verse again? Uh, Isaiah chapter 53, verse 1 53, says. 53, I'm sorry. It said, who hath believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Now, would you read that in, uh, in the Amplified? Yes, it says, who has believed, trusted in, relied upon, and clung to our message of that which was revealed to us? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been disclosed? Okay, now watch this here. I want to go to verse 4. Surely he hath borne our griefs. So if Jesus bore your grief, why are you carrying it? Mm -hmm. And watch this. Notice the next statement. And carried our sorrows. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, I mean, it's okay. you shouldn't miss people, but you should never grieve for things. Because he bore it, right? Because Jesus bore it. So if he took your infirmity, why would you want it? If he bore your sickness, why should you have it? That means you're in bondage to certain things. Mm -hmm. Like people always talk, well, you know, them generational curses. Well, make a generational choice. Just because your dad was a drunk don't mean you got to be a drunk. You understand what I'm saying? You make a, to get rid of a generational curse, I mean, things follow families, the misunderstanding, but you make a generational choice not to do that. Mm -hmm. I decided to get out of the poverty camp. Right. When I was a little boy, I made up my mind. This stuff ain't working. Right. See what I'm saying? Because I was tired of my mother of just, and my father just beating their brains out, not going anywhere. Because people told him that that's just the way it's supposed to be. So Jesus bore our grief. Or he took our grief and bore our sorrow. So that's one of the things that he set you free from. Now go back to, uh, in fact, I want you to read that in the, uh, in oh, the Amplified first. Oh, good. Yeah, because I wanted you know, to. It's so uh, strong. Verse 4. Verse 4 says, surely he has borne our griefs. And in parentheses it says, sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses. That's right. And carried our sorrows and pains of punishment. That is, see, he carried it. See, people say, but Jesse, you're so happy all the time. Why I don't have no sorrow? See, why? Because Jesus took it. Mm 
Mm -hmm. So when I lose something, or like if somebody, not, you don't really lose somebody that's born again, they go to heaven. When they die, they go to heaven. Right. But I mean, naturally, you, 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 you miss them. Like my, my brother went to heaven last year, my oldest brother. Yeah. Well, I miss him, but I don't grieve for him. Right. Because I know where he's at. Do you right. see what I'm saying? Because Jesus took the grief and he bore the sorrow. Right. You understand? And if he did that, then God's word is true no matter what we feel. Mm -hmm. That's what it means back in John chapter 8. If you shall know the truth, know the truth what? That he took your grief and bore your sorrow. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the truth shall make you free. And Jesus, if the son, verse 36, therefore shall make you free, then you shall be free indeed. So what's wrong with being free? I mean, I just enjoy being free because, you see, free, uh, free is not cheap. No. It costs Jesus his life. That's good. Now, you think about that. Free is not cheap, but it, mm -hmm. it costs Jesus his life. So that's what I mean by being free. See, a lot of people struggle with so many things that they're really freed from. Right. And yet the church world, they'll put chains on you and make you think it's jewelry. Yeah. See, they'll make you think, and you're in bondage. You think, boy, look at my jewelry. It ain't jewelry. It's a chain. That's true. But I like what Paul said about chains. Though I'm bound with this chain, the word of God word is not, God's bound. not bound. So he was free even though he was in prison. Yeah, and free because of the cross. I want to read the rest of yes, that go ahead. verse in, chap in verse 4, chapter 53, verse 4. And I want to read verse 5 as well because it's all talking about what Jesus did on the right. cross. He sure. says, I'm going to start at the beginning. Surely he has borne our griefs, sicknesses weaknesses and distresses and carried our sorrows and pains of punishment yet we ignorantly considered him stricken smitten and afflicted by God as if with leprosy but he was wounded for our transgressions mm. he was bruised for our guilt and iniquities the chastisement needful, needful to obtain our peace to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him Hallelujah. and with the stripes that wounded him we are healed and made whole yeah that see, I'm free from sickness did it now yeah. you know I've had people get mad at me they say oh, one day you're gonna get yours you know they're mad at me because I'm healthy it matters because I'm feeling good. That don't make any sense. Well, why? Because Jesus took the infirmity and bore, but he took it all. By his stripes, I am healed. That's right. See, I bear the marks of a Christian. Many of you people bear the marks of Satan. I don't bear the marks of Satan. No. I have nothing to do with him and nothing to do with his camp. Whom the Son is set free is free indeed. So I made it my mind. Now watch this. Free from sickness. Free from grief. Mm -hmm. Free from sorrow. What about this? Free from sin. Mm -hmm. Now think about that. Oh, now, Brother Jesse, do you have a scripture for that one? I just so happen to have one. Go with me to Romans chapter 8. Kathy, flip over to Romans oh, chapter 8. And then I want to go to 1 oh, Peter. If you okay, yeah, mind. man. We're going we're gonna to run all over here. <laughs> Romans. It's, the, uh, it's, one of, it's Paul's probably most magnificent epistle you preached on to that the church. In the church last Sunday, I think. Well, not on this particular verse I'm going to pray about. Oh, okay. Yes. Romans so. chapter 8. I like verse 2. It says, For the law of the spirit of life mm -hmm. in Christ Jesus, not on him, in him, hath made me free from the law of sin and Hallelujah. death. Right. So don't tell me a generation of curse is going to make you drink and you have no choice when Jesus has set you free from He's that. made you free. But you hadn't made that generational choice is what mm -hmm. I'm, I'm trying That's to get good. to people. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free. Why? Because whom the son is set free is free indeed. See, it's good to be free. Try it. You'll like it. <laughs> and it, it'll work for you all the time. Mm -hmm. You see, and when you understand that, people say, well, you know, you just got to sin every day. Now I'm going to freak them out with this. I don't. 
I said it loud. I don't that I blew all the volume off there. I don't. I mean, I have to make myself sin. I got to get in the flesh to do it. I have a choice. And I have done that. I made a choice sometimes to blow it like an idiot. And I shouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. But I didn't have to bow down to it. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, not just on him, but in him, has set me free from the law of sin and death. The reason why I'm free, because he's put his name in us, right. not on us. Right. Oh, you're hearing what I'm saying. I'm you want to read you. something? Go ahead. Yeah, in 1 Peter chapter uh, 2, verse 21 goes on. It's the same thing. And okay. It, it actually is Peter quoting uh, uh, Isaiah, which we just read. Right. Verse 21 starts and says, For even hereunto you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we sh should follow his steps, who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth, Hallelujah. who when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judgeth righteously, who his own self bare our sins on his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. For you were as, well, I don't have to read the next one, but it's a good thing to close with. For you were as she sheep a bit. going astray, but are now returned to the Amen. shepherd and bishop of your soul. Now, you see, Peter got what Paul was saying there. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? When you're free, you're free. Yeah, he's you quoting see? Isaiah, actually. Yeah. Now, I, watch this. First, I showed you you were free from grief. You were free from sorrow. Mm -hmm. Now you're free from sin. Are you ready for this? Why don't you be free from financial stress? Yeah. Ooh, Lord. Oh, we can't do that. Yes, you can. You see, people, <laughs> and let me just say this. I said this uh, the other day at the church. You know, what happens, brother, when everything goes wrong? You know, uh, a lot of times famine hits. A lot of things, things will blow up. You know what I mean? You just don't, it just happens. People say, but Jesse, you've never had a financial deficit. Let me tell you why, because I'm free. Free of what? First, I've learned that I sow my seed, no matter what's happening in life. Because, see, I know famine or junk's going to happen. But the problem is when it came, like I said, when the COVID came, they shut down everything. And you can't go out and make any money. And uh, you can only, they got to sh shut your restaurant down, blah, blah, this and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And you think, well, I got what I'm going to do. You see, if you'd have sowed your seed way before that. Mm -hmm. See, what happened is when the famine come, I think about Joseph. He had a dream. Yeah. He had a dream. And Prepared that, ahead of time. Yeah, he had a dream. And God blessed it. And he, he saved so much grain that Egypt couldn't eat it all. So he saved all the countries around him. Yeah, he had a dream, and then later Pharaoh had a yeah. dream that he interpreted. Right. But all was part of God's plan to, to protect his people, right. provide for but, his people. But watch this. What he did was sow a seed, and the harvest of it just exploded. So, I mean, everybody fat and sassy there in Egypt, and everybody coming. To, and, I mean, it was a sore famine. Yeah. Now, what happened? Five, See, the famine seven. didn't hit the seed. Mm. The famine. Hit the harvest. That's good. Oh, that's good, ladies and gentlemen. See, that's why I've never had a financial deficit, because I've sowed my seed all these 45 years of preaching. And so when the famine came, and it did, and when things went crazy and went wrong, instead of hitting my giving, hitting my seed, it hit my harvest. That's right. Boom, and it just fell down. It just couldn't handle it. Why? Why? why you wasn't worried about you? No. Why? Because whom the sun is set free. That's right. It's free indeed. Free from worry, free yeah. from fear. So it's the same thing with sin, sickness, and disease, and all, all the things that, that the church will talk about all the time. We don't know what we're going to do. My God, read the Bible. It'll tell you what to do. Yeah. The Bible's a book of the past, a book of the present, and a book of the future. That's so true. what do you want in it? It's, it's been wrote with you in mind in every area. Every area. See, you think about God telling Abraham, I want you to get out of your house, leave your family, 
leave your friends, and just take off walking in the desert to a place I will show thee. Yeah. Now, <laughs> how you do that? How you gonna tell your wife, where we going, Abraham? I don't know, but when we get there, we'll We're know. We're following God. Just following God. Now, how you gonna make a living out there? It's nothing but the desert. But the Bible said, in that desert, he became very rich. Mm -hmm. You know why? He was free. Yeah. God with him, Christ in you, the hope of glory. He still had to do something. Well, sure, you got to do that. God told him, every place that you set your foot, I'm oh. going to give you. He had to go out and look. He said, you look at the stars, you look at the sand, as much as far as you can look. So he had a part to play well, in see, that vision. You did that on that building that we bought in 1990, Storehouse Lane. You said that God hadn't hidden a building from us, but hidden a building from building for, for us. us that's right. And I think what you did, and tell me if I'm wrong, you went over there and you walked, and, and when you got out the car and started walking around, you claimed that building as well, I was for the price you wanted to pay. That's right. See, every place you put your foot, mm -hmm. guess what? We bought and purchased that building. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just a place where Kathy put a foot. God just gave it to it. Everywhere we place our foot, God gave it. This, this, they call it a campus here of Jesse the Plans Ministry. It's international headquarters and everything. Every place we put our foot, it was mine. Debt free. See, I like that. Debt. See, most people just say debt. See, but I like to say debt free. Yeah. Free of debt. Well, that can't happen. Excuse me. Come here. Come here. How come it happened to me? How, you think I got more faith than you? I don't think so. I know that God don't love me anymore than he loves you. Now, I work. You know me. I'm a, I'm a working machine. I believe in work and all that kind of stuff. I do all the things I'm supposed to do. But you see, I will not allow Satan to put ropes, bondages, and chains and using the church to do it. Hmm. Uh-uh. I'm not going to do that. No. Jesus said I'm free. Yeah. And he said if I continue in these words, I shall be his disciple. People get mad about that. Who you think you are? His disciple. <laughs> you understand? That's what he said. If yeah. you continue and when you understand that and you shall know the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, what I'm telling you today is that I'm not believing what I'm telling you. I know in whom I have believed. I went past belief on this. Right. I know. That's now watch true. this. I married Kathy. But because our marriage is so good, we're both free. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people in marriage, they're in bondage, boy. Oh, Lord. I mean, I mean, good Lord. I don't know how to handle it. But, you know, when you're free, you're free. Now, see, you can, you're two, yet you want. So, number one, Kathy does what she wants to do, and I do what I want to do, and we do it together. And sometimes she'll go her way and do something, and I'll go my way and do something. And, but we always come back. We, we're still free to do it. She knows what to do, when to do it, where to do it, and how to do it. And same with me on certain things. And whatever we're believing for, you know, we get ourselves in agreement on something, and then we go at it. Just that simple. Now, you know, I know where she rules at. There's certain things that I know I should not put my foot on that because that's her. It's my territory. That's right. Like her massage chair. She can have that thing. I mean, she loved that massage chair. And, 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 you know, she enjoys that thing. Well, I'm glad. And to me, that is a torture chamber. <laughs> to me, I don't see. She goes, I mean, I see her going. <laughs> and, and, she, and that thing rolling up and down the back. And I said, God, that's got to hurt. I had a good friend of mine. I'll, I'll keep his name private. He said, oh, I, I want to get in that, Kathy. You were showing everybody. I said, don't do that. I'm telling you, that's going to beat you, man. <laughs> that thing going to hurt you. Oh, no. Just, I said, I'm telling you. He got in there for what? Two or three minutes. He come out of there. He said, God, I'm in pain. I said, I told you. I told you. But see, to Kathy, she just like all that stuff. She liked things pulling her feet and pulling her hands and uh, squeezing her knees and, and all that kind of stuff. Not me. I'm free, man. <laughs> I thought, hey, I don't like stuff beating me up. You see what I'm saying? Now, the difference me, I'll get on that treadmill and I'll just run that thing like a gazelle and Kathy go, oh, Lord, that's bonded. Well, no, I'm still free. You see what I'm saying? So when you continue in his word, 
That's why I tell people, you need to get up and start going to church because God set you free from the COVID. Right. Well, some people said that and died. Yeah, but were they compromised? Not in their sickness, not in their body. Ah, I'm asking the spiritual question. Were they compromised in their spirit? Hmm. Think about that for a minute. See, a lot of times stuff like that happens. You know, you, you underestimate something here. Compromise your spirit. Well, I know, like one man, like that guy said, we're going to cast out devils, the sons of Siva. Uh, 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 let me, uh, no, no. And that devil says, Paul, Jesus, I know, and Paul, Paul I, know, I know, but who are you? Who are you? See, those boys are compromised and got beat up. See, I've seen a lot of Christians that were compromised in the spirit. Mm -hmm. So naturally, they got the results of that. Now, nobody likes to hear that, but that's just simply the truth. I'll never forget this. Uh, this is probably the worst. Huh, how do I say that? I went to pray for this lady. She was dying of cancer. Okay? Dying of cancer. I didn't know this lady, and I was about ready to see something that, that struck me, and it's probably 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. But I remember it like it was yesterday, or actually this morning. When I walked into the room of the hospital, this lady, they had taken uh, cancer out of her throat. It was all over her body. And uh, they had to give her a tracheotomy. Is that what you call that? But they, so. they punch a hole right here so you could breathe. When she walked, watch this. When I, she said, oh, you, and she put a finger or something on, over that hole. And so that, she could speak. So she could speak like, oh, you're just the planners. And I said, yes, I've come to pray for you. But I, I, I want prayer. Now, wait, this is going to blow your socks off. So I come in. So I walked around the bed. She reaches over and gets a, a cigarette. A cigarette. Now, how are you going to light a cigarette? You know, if she can't breathe here. She breathes. She lights the cigarette, sticks it in the hole of the tracheotomy. This thing is sticking out. If I can show you this, like this. And she holds the filter, I guess, whatever, and she sucks on it. And then smoking with the cigarette in the hole of the tracheotomy. I'm just looking at it. And then she takes the cigarette out. She says, pray for me, for God to heal me. Then what she says blows my soul. I I, man, I said, okay. So I, just, I said, oh, Father, I ask her prayer. And she interrupts me. She says, Lord, heal me of this cancer. I'll keep the diabetes. That's a true story. Now, she had made up her mind to keep the diabetes, keep the, smoking through the hole, mm -hmm. but she couldn't live without the cancer. Well, ladies and gentlemen, she passed away about a week and a half later. Now, was she a lack of faith? No, no. But see, somebody had put some bondage on that girl. See, she thought, well, you know, this or that. And I said, you know, you, I said, I, I'm not going to tell you what to do, man, but you ought not be smoking in this condition. Well, you know, we smoke all the time in our family. But that don't make it right. Now, some people say, well, she died of that generational curse. No, she died because she refused to make a generational choice. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? I'm not being critical of the lady, see? But what I'm saying, I'll never forget that. Uh, can you imagine somebody sticking a cigarette in a hole in their throat? Good Lord. I mean, I'm you know. Trying to, I can't imagine. That, that blew me away. I mean, I had to hold my composure. I thought, first thing first, lady, you dying. What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that's what she wanted to well, do. Well, she was in bondage to that addiction, and I've heard that. Uh, nicotine addiction or is one of worse the hardest than, Worse than uh, heroin is something. But I've known a lot of people that have, have put it down and been freed from it by the blood of Jesus. You know, they've prayed and sought yeah. God. Now, you know, I mean, I believe she went to heaven. Don't misunderstand me. I believe she knew the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Don't misunderstand. But she could have been free of that. Mm -hmm. Some of you are physically sick right now. You can be free of that. I'm not denying that you got cancer. We got a person in our church now that was diagnosed with stage four cancer a couple of three or four years ago. And 
healed. Now, when you stage four, they say that's it. That's as bad as it gets, stage four, because the next thing, death. Why? They just decided to say, no, if Jesus took my infirmity, I don't want it. If he bore my sickness, I shouldn't have it. That's right. By his stripes, yeah, I'm I healed. am healed. Not denying that I'm at MD Anderson, you know, mm -hmm. receiving what they call it, cancer treatment, all that kind of stuff, chemo, whatever. I think they're all finished with all that stuff. No cancer in the body, everything going great. Well, the chemo did it. No, Jesus did it. You see, come let's face it, man. I mean, when you understand, yeah, yeah it's I, okay I, to go to the doctor, put your feet yeah, in the I believe in the medicine, do what you, you got to do. But my add God in that sense. That's right. That's what I'm talking. Don't if the Son and He did, therefore shall make you free. Mm -hmm. So therefore, it's a, it's a stepping stone to another place. Yeah. Then you shall be free, it's free spiritually, free physically, free financially. Yes. In every area of your life, wouldn't it be nice to be able to go? You want to go buy something? Go buy it. Let's just say you need a new car. I don't know what kind of car you want. You know, pick one. You want a Volkswagen? Fine. You want a Mercedes? Whatever. I don't care. Wouldn't it be nice to just drive up to the, uh, what they call that, the parking lot or whatever you do that. Walk in and say, excuse me. Do you see that car right there that's on the showroom floor? Yes. Give me the keys. Wash, wash it. <laughs> just wash it. Give me, Give the, me keys. the keys. Oh, that can't happen. Yes, it can. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm going to tell a story. I'll never forget this. Kathy's mother likes cars. She used to like Lincoln's. The big cars. Big cars. She liked them. Well, I'm, I, I'm at my house. This is many years ago. In the 90s, I think it was. Make a long story short, I'm in the house. And the Lord said, I want you to buy Kathy's mother named Irene. I want you to buy Irene a car. First, he asked me this. Would you buy your mother a new car? Now, my mom was in heaven. I said, well, yeah, I would. Well, then I want you to treat Irene like that. I want you to buy her a new car. Now, we were supposed to go eat lunch the next day. And uh, so instead of going to Irene's, I said, why don't we just go get some? She likes Chinese food. Mm -hmm. Why don't we go to a Chinese restaurant and, you know, just get something to eat? Mm -hmm. But I had something on my mind, see. I knew that we would pass by the Lincoln dealership going toward the um, restaurant. Restaurant. I made sure we got out a little bit earlier that the restaurant, we have to wait till it opens up. I think it opened up at 11 o'clock. So it was like, I don't know, I don't know, 10, 30 or something. We drive. I said, hey, let's go look at some of them cars or the pet. And Irene goes, oh, yeah. And Kathy goes, yeah, everybody likes to look at a new car. It smells good, you know, all that kind of stuff. I said, they don't mind us looking. So we drove in there, and, you know, and we, walk, and we walked into the showroom floor. Okay, nobody knows. Kathy doesn't know what I'm I about ready to do. Nobody knows nothing. She's about ready to get free. Okay, watch that. So Kathy's mama goes, oh, God, look at that. that. It was a white Lincoln Town car. I was sitting on the showroom floor. It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. I said, man, look how pretty that car is. I read, oh, man, look at that. So Kathy said, boy, mama, that's a beautiful car. I said, Irene, why don't y'all sit, sit in there, Kathy? You know, they had the door open so you could sit. You know, they want you to look mm -hmm. at it. You know, they know how to sell cars. They're not stupid, you know. <laughs> so they're sitting like a boy. And I mean, so Irene gets in there. Kathy gets in there. And they start talking. And they're in hog heaven, especially Irene. So I look at that. I said, are you the manager? And he said, hog heaven. Hog heaven. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's Pope Chop City. Glory to God. <laughs> to make a long story short, I looked at him. I said, her car. Give me the keys. He said, what? I said, give me the keys. He said, uh, okay. I said, I'll pay cash for it. He said, but don't tell her yet. He said, okay. And now they're still talking, so we cut a little deal. It took 20 seconds. I said, okay, get the paperwork out. Uh, she, she'll sign it all. Just give me the key. Give me the key. So I come walking over there, and that's Kathy. She said, boy, she said, Jess, this is a beautiful car. I said, Irene, that is a beautiful car. She said, oh, this is fine. So she gets out the car like I said, you like that car? She said, do I like that car? Everybody, by this time, we got everybody's attention on the showroom floor. You didn't talk a little. 
And I, I flipped to the key. She caught the keys. I said, it's yours. She went, ooh, she busts out crying. I'm the one that should have been crying. <laughs> you know, I gave Kathy. I was crying. Kathy just looked at me and went, and then she stopped crying. Then another, uh, what do they call it, salesman started crying. Except one woman one who's sales. in bondage. Yeah. She said, I'll tell you one thing, bless God. I got a son-in-law. He ain't never bought me nothing. I ain't. She started getting whoa, whoa. mad about her son-in-law. She mad at her son-in-law. I said, listen, <laughs> we enjoying the new car here. We don't want to talk about your son-in-law. Yeah, let it, let they it go. Couldn't believe. I said, sign these papers. They signed it. I said, drive it off the showroom floor. It's yours. That was a good Chinese lunch. It was wonderful. <laughs> See, <laughs> now, memory. I was able to do that. You know Why? Because I'm free. Mm-hmm. I'm free spiritually. Yeah. I'm free physically. Right. I'm free financially. I've been out of debt since 1982. That was in the 90s. Yeah. Been still out of debt. You know, some people that even have the money to do a thing like that, be something, do something kind like that, yeah. are hesitant because they're wondering maybe what they have won't have. They won't have any more. How right. long will it last? Yeah. Tell that story when you were a bank teller oh, and that woman okay. came. Yeah. Well, Kat, okay. I must uh, remind me that story. Kathy looked at me. She said, "Jesse, you, I can't thank you enough for buying my mom a car." I said, "Well, yeah." The Lord just and I told her. I said. Uh, God told me to treat your mama like I treat my mama. And, and Kathy really appreciated that. It was such a blessing. You know, now I'm not bragging on that, dear. I could brag more with that money in my pocket. But I got more enjoyment I see in Irene. In fact, I ha- they got in the car and drove to the Chinese place. You know, and I had to drive by myself because they was in the new car. <laughs> you know, and it was wonderful. It was funny. Okay, now what story you want me to tell? Well, uh, because people sometimes are, they uh-huh. may have it to give, but they hold it. Oh, and yeah. they're not generous because they think, well, maybe what I, what I have will run out. But God wants us to be oh, continually yes. giving. And so it reminded okay. me of that story. That where lady. You were just, before you even knew the Lord, you were working I, as a bank teller. I worked at Terrebonne Bank and Trust in Homa, Louisiana. Wanted to make a withdrawal from her account. So here comes a little old lady. She probably weighed 105 pounds soaking wet. And uh, I'll keep her name private. To make a long story short, this is many years ago. And... Uh, <laughs> That's before we were married. Had, or I don't know if you remember past book savings accounts. You used to, if you went and draw money out your bank account, they, you put your past book savings, you take it out, and they write it in the past book savings account. None of y'all don't even know what I'm talking about, people behind the counter. That was long before That's computers. It. And you got five and a quarter percent interest. That's pretty good today. That's good. Yeah, and so in other words, if you had $2,000 or $1,000, you wanted 100 you would say minus 100 and your balance is this. You kept your passbook saving. That was like the Bible to you. So here comes a lady, all right? And she goes, Let, young man, I want to make a withdrawal of $100. So she, she's getting in her purse. Why do old women always have big black purses? <laughs> I mean, it looked like another. She could have gotten inside the I purse. I must not be old. I don't have a yeah, big you know, black purse. I mean, big purse. black purse. Watch this. Right now. So, I mean, I don't know, you know. <laughs> and I just look at her. I said, okay. And I said, yes, ma'am. So she finally gets it, and she hands it to me. Like She goes, oh, Lord. Oh, she's a Cajun. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. That's so much money. Oh, Lord. I hate to spend that much money. And I, but I hadn't opened up the, past, the savings book. It wasn't big, about this big. So I'm thinking, you know, well, she got $110 in there. I opened it up, and there's $17 million in the past book savings account. Now, this is 1967. Jeez. Have you ever seen that many zeros? <laughs> it's a wonderful I must thing. Say I you know? Good God! I mean, and you t- you're taught as a teller not to show emotion about people's money. And I looked at it and I couldn't help it. I said, ma'am, I don't think you need to worry about this hundred dollars. She said, 
Oh, yeah, because you never know how long it's going to last. She come out of the depression. See, the depression mentality was right. in her. She was, was in bondage. Bondage to that. With 17 million bucks in her account. Come to find out they own a bunch of oil wells out there in the swamp. They own swamp land, thousands of acres, all kinds of stuff. A hundred off of 17 million. You know, I had to get my calculator <laughs> to subtract the hundred bucks from 17 million. 16 million, 900, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was the wildest thing I've seen. I still remember it. But uh, that look on her face like, oh, you, but you never know how long it's going to last. Fear. Bondage. See, the, the, but she was an elderly. She had come out of depression. But depression, she came out of depression. It was still in her. It was though. still in her. Mm -hmm. She wasn't free. Mm -hmm. See, so money won't make you free. No. You may think it does. A lot of times it'll put you in bondage because mm -hmm. you just knew. And I you wanted to say, last. lady, this money going to outlast you for sure. Because <laughs> she sure was. She about, oh, yeah, she was 80, 83, 80, 45 years old. See what I'm saying? Her family's. And I mean, she was struggling over that hundred bucks. Mm. I mean, I, I thought to myself, what do you do with this much money in a passbook savings account? Most people would be put that investment and stuff like that, but they had so much money, it was unreal. Yeah. You know, just a, she was a sweet grandmother uh, and, and wonderful, but she was in bondage. The lady in the hospital was in bondage. Yeah. Now, I don't know if the lady that took, I took the 100 was if she knew the Lord, but it looked like she did. I know the lady that was in the hospital knew the Lord. So you can, be, you can know the Lord and be in bondage when you shouldn't, when you don't have to be, when all you have to do is say, Jesus, has set me free. So when Satan tries to put something on you, no, 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 no. no. I'm free from that. And you know, like for example, if you start to get a scratchy throat, a little something like that, you know, and it might be just a little, I don't know, pollen, uh, what do they call that, allergies or things. Say, so, no, 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 I'm not accepting that today. No, no, that's not mine. That doesn't belong to me. If Jesus took my infirmity, bore my sickness, why should I have it? I won't have that. Right. Now, I know that sounds crazy and stupid, but it doesn't sound crazy and stupid if you continue in his word. That's, you become his disciple. Then the you key. start talking like he talks. That's good. Is that's that good? True. I like Say it. Say something, Mama. I like it. <laughs> okay. It's pretty good. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking. You shall know the truth. Yes. Let me go back to that Romans 8. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. See, I've had some people say, Brother Jesse, I'm saved, but I need deliverance. No, you, you're already free. What you need to do is rebuke your flesh. Good. That's you true. see what I'm saying? It's like a diet. You ever notice when you use the word diet, you immediately get hungry? You want to go eat something? Well, I'm going on a diet. I'm going to start tomorrow. Uh-huh. You feel you got to load up or something like that, you know? <laughs> well, I better eat good because well, no, you still going to get hungry even if you ate a lot that day. Right. You know, you just have to learn to tell that body this is what's going to happen. You are going to obey me. And I'm not going to obey you. It's just that simple. You know, I remember when Jody lived at the house. Of course, now she married and everything. And I would go out preaching. Kathy and Jody. I'd come in and I said, Kathy, I would say, I'm going to go to the store and get something. I'd, I'd, I'd get the Kathy car and I swear to God, no gas in the car. <laughs> I mean, it's like this is the empty bulk. It's on the, on the bottom of the empty. I go, whew, I can't use this one, you know. So I get out of that. I said, I'm going to use Jody's car. I go to Jody's car. It's past the empty mark. I thought, I got to just drive a mile. I don't know if I'm going to make it, boy. And there was been some time when I got to the gas station. Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> I thought, and I'd get so mad. Why do y'all wait for me to fill up y'all cars? When you could have, I didn't have a credit card. I had a gas card. But they wanted me to do it. Yeah, you did so I good. was in bondage, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> to them two girls, but my daughter and my wife. That's it. But they didn't want to go out there and do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
well, good Lord. I said, well, why don't you go to a gas station that will, you very seldom see that anymore, that will service your car. Remember, they would wash your windows. You know, That's why and, they called it a service and, station. Yeah, service station. Now it's and just Kathy a gas says, station. oh, no, it costs 50 cents more a gallon for that. <laughs> but they wait for me now, who have been preaching and sweating. And, and the next one, I said, can y'all save enough gas, at least get to the store, <laughs> get to the gas stations. I don't run out. But you know what? They were free about that. They had no problem thinking about that. I never won that battle. <laughs> and I still don't win that battle. Because sometimes I'm driving Kathy's car, and I look down, oh! <laughs> she goes, oh, yeah, I need some gas. <laughs> I said, yes. How many of you guys, have you ever been through that stuff? You know what I'm talking about. It drives you nuts. See? But that didn't make it. But the Bible said, you know, not the Bible. I know you like to feel useful. So I, I like say, to feel I useful. I said those yeah. things for you. And it's, you know, this, those, those vows of marriage said for better, for worse. And it said for, for an empty car or a full car. <laughs> you know, that's what it meant. But I, I did it. Yeah, you did. I did it. I, you know what? I, I just did it because I knew I'm not going to win this battle. You see what I'm saying? I'm just not going to win this battle. Now, let me, let me give you a story on me. Kathy don't like me to throw my dirty clothes on the floor. She wants me to put it in the bin. Or the toilet seat. Both seats have to be down. Both, yeah, yeah. Not the seats, but the lid and the seat. Yeah, so, you know, I just do it on purpose sometimes. I just grab a dirty shirt, throw it on the floor. She go, I said, I filled that car up for 40 years. You pick up that shirt. She said, I ain't picking up that shirt. I said, you get the point? Do you understand the point? I figured, so now we have no more problems with that because we have a housekeeper. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Glory to God. And she washes the clothes. And thank you're you, not Jesus. as sloppy as you used to be. Well, thanks a lot, Kathy. <laughs> That's true. And she, she worries about them. I, I, I'm not that interested in how tall it looks. But boy, <laughs> Kathy wants to make all sure all of them are down. The, li the, the lid, yeah. The lids, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff, you know. And because uh, one time I left it up and she did, couldn't see it was at night and almost went in. <laughs> yeah, I we did it on purpose. I have Let's to say, look, make this sign of the cross here. I had to go, <laughs> I just did it on purpose. I'll teach you, you know. When you understand that whom the son is set free is free indeed. Now, the reason why I can talk about that, we why she ain't going to be mad at me after we get off the air is because she's free. Yeah. And I'm free. It's yeah. just that simple. That's good. I'm waiting for you to say something. No, that's okay. You, you, no, you dug that hole. I'll let you come out of it. <laughs> Maybe I could read some testimonies. That's what I thought. I knew she's going to do something. She's going to say something. We have some great, and thank y'all for writing in and letting me yeah, comments and sharing and spreading the word. You know, it's important because more people can hear the word. Right, on your, you right on your Bible. I am free. I am free. Do that. Yeah. John 8, 36. Say John. Go. Well, there's so many great ones. This one's from, they're just saying where they're writing from or watching from. Greetings from Saskatchewan, Canada. Saskatchewan, yeah. And hi from Sweden. And Michelle says, love you all so much. I'm thankful for these boardroom chats. Watching from West Virginia. And this one from says, uh, God bless you all. Thank you for doing what you do. My husband and I have learned a lot in four years about faith. Praise God the has been so faithful to us. Please Please pray for something miraculous and be our two. Praise the Lord. I can, I can do that. Yeah. What's, that what's that person's name? Michelle. Michelle, in the name of Jesus, me and Kathy set ourselves in agreement with you. We thank you, That if Father. two of us agree, well, you one and me and we Kathy are two here. miraculous, Lord. So today. we want a miracle for Michelle today. That's right. In Jesus' name. For their family. Now, Michelle, that is so simple and so easy because... God has set us free. Right. And David says, hallelujah to the Lord for making us his ambassador and personal representative on the earth. What a privilege. Uh, watching from Nigeria. This from one Nigeria. says, watching from India. 
watching from Guyana, South America. Praise the and Lord. And this one says, thank you, brother and sister, praising the Lord with you all from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Well, I've been there. Woo! And this one says, giving a big amen from Germany. I like Germany. <laughs> we went to Heidelberg, Germany. Boy, that's a beautiful town. Remember that guy? Oh, I love Preached it. Preached all over that place. They gave me the keys. I, I preached at the Stadthalle. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. I remember. It was so beautiful. They gave us one of those beautiful cuckoo clocks we had. Yes. In our and the keys today. to the city. And they had these gentlemen that came out in this great, this, this beautiful Ooh. outfit. It was like a yeah. green coat and these yeah. shorts. And they played those trumpets or whatever yeah. they're called. Uh, yeah. It was a wonderful, it was a beautiful had a great welcome meeting. there. Oh, I remember going through the little shops and I, I bought a Christmas ornament. I still have it. It's beautifully, beautiful carved, streets. beautiful carved Christmas tree. I bring it out every Christmas and mm -hmm. I still store it in a little box. It's, it's a carved Christmas tree, and it's a music box. Yeah. And I have a collection of those. So We'd love, we need to go back there, man. I tell you, we've been, you know, I can't wait till the whole world memory. opens up again so we can and go And I again. remember you preached in English, and the pastor, his wife, interpreted because it was a, it was a congregation that had, uh, I don't know if that church is still even there. I'm, I'm not sure. I think it's the pastor years. then moved to, the, to America. Maybe someone else took over that church. Uh -huh. But the pastor would, you would always preach in English, and the wife would interpret because the wife was German. She was a German doctor. She was a German doctor. Doctor, and she was a good interpreter. She would interpret. She watched me like a hawk. If I scratched my face, she and I'd be talking, she'd scratch her face. If I lift my leg up, she'd lift her leg up. While, while she was interpreting for me, not only, not only did she interpret my words, she interpreted everything I was doing. Yeah. I, I got to thinking, my God, if I got an itch, I can't scratch because she's going to do it. She, she, would. she watched me and she was great at that. Mm -hmm. And people were saved and touched and blessed. And yet, you know, I, I, most of those people could not understand English. You know, they, they, they I think it was German. a military town, so they had a half and half congregation, mm -hmm. somewhere English, but somewhere German. But not at the style of the church was. But yeah. we had people from the church, all yeah. over that town, and it was just amazing. And, you know, I've been preaching freedom since the day I got born again. See, when Jesus right. set me free on Labor Day weekend, 1974, so yes. I mean, why wouldn't I stay free? Do you know the first thing the church wanted to do was put me in bondage? Say, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that. And I said, well, the Bible said I can do all things through Christ. Well, we know it said that, but I said, no, no, no. If you're questioning that, you got a but in there, something wrong with that. Ain't no conjunction to that. God said, he said, you can do all things through Christ. We said, but they were talking about sin. Yeah, but you better watch it, man. You're allowed to fall. Now. Well, wait, 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 wait. Romans 8, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus mm -hmm. set you free mm -hmm. from the law of sin. And I would read that scripture to them. They go, I know it says that. They get mad. No, you may, no, you don't know it says that because you have not continued to be that disciple. If you know that, you'll accept that. Yeah, you well, because they had the that. doctrine that everybody was still a sinner, even after yeah. you got born again. Yeah. For all have sinned and come short of the glory yeah. of God. But that happens before you meet Jesus. But once you become born yeah, again, he doesn't look at you as a sinner. No. He sees you as a free person, free from sin. The righteousness of God. Yeah, in Christ, in Christ Jesus. Jesus. That's right. See, so you need to start looking through God, Jesus' sunglasses for a lack of a better way to say that when you understand that, see? Yeah, yeah. a but different so perspective. I would tell them what the words say, and they'd look at me like I lost my mind. Yeah. What? Well, you better watch that, because that liable to get you. I said, but therefore, if anybody be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Yeah. He always quoting the scripture. Yes, that's my life. That's what made me free. Yes. This. Keeps and watch you it. Free. When I touch this, I'm actually touching. This is Jesus in written form. Do you understand? I'm touching the Lord. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was God. You see, I just, I just, if I would knock the microphone down, I just hugged Jesus. Do you understand? It's the, it's his written form. He doesn't lie. No. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So what do you want to be free from? Mm -hmm. 
Some of you are struggling in your marriage. You need to be not free of each other. Mm -hmm. You need to be free of all that devil that's causing division. I want right. to pray right now. Yes, I feel that in my spirit. Father, in the name Thank of you, Jesus, Lord. I rebuke the devil right Thank now you, for getting into people's marriage, trying to cause division, strife. I bind you, Satan, and get Thank great you. pleasure in telling you, get under these people's feet. Lord, we speak nothing but the love of the Lord. And the love for each other these people have. Yes. But Satan is causing all kind of stress and everything he can just to divide and conquer them. But you will not. Because me and Kathy are believing God in the mighty name of Jesus. We Thank speak you, freedom Jesus. to you and your marriage. Not the divorce, but freedom to love each other for all the days of your Thank life. You, Lord. In Jesus' name we Thank pray. You, Lord. Amen and amen. amen. Just had to pray that. My God. It's the same thing. You know, some, sometimes people look at all their bills. You know, the thing is amazing. They say, you know my bills. Well, you claim them, didn't you? Now, you may have made them, but my Lord, why, why don't you just pay them and not claim them? In other words, and then don't make them no more. That's right. one thing me and Kathy, we, we've done all our uh, married life. I mean, we didn't buy something we couldn't afford. That's right. And we uh, talked about large oh, purchases and agreement with right. it before we did that. I'll give you an example. I, I built a house many, many years ago, and Kathy likes drapes and stuff. And we had two nice watches, okay? And uh, we had been wearing them for about a year, I guess, or so, something like that, maybe a little longer, something like that. And I looked at my watch, and, and, and I said, you know what? I'm going to sell this watch, and I'm going to get some money. I'm, I'm going to put them drapes in that house. She said, well, sell mine too. And the Lord spoke to me. I mean, the Lord spoke to me. God opened my door for me to sell them watches. I got a good price for them watches. They were gold watches. Make a long story short. We, and Kat gave Kathy the money. She, and, and not curtains. You don't call them curtains, Lord Jesus. You call them drapes. Mm -hmm. you know? So if you put the drapes up, and they were beautiful. Do you know within three months after the drapes up, we had two brand new watches? God said, you know, we were willing to do whatever it takes to get something done. And, but we wouldn't go out. And charge or do everything we right. could. Right, we didn't want to go in debt. We didn't want to go in debt. So God showed us a way to show us something that was valuable that we had that we could sell. Sure. So that we can do this other thing, right. which was more important to us at the time. And then the Lord brought it back. And, I mean, actually, the two watches was a gift to us. Mm -hmm. It was a I mean, actually, better than what we sold. And it was just really super nice. That's what I'm talking about. You see, free. Free. John eight thirty six. If the Son therefore shall make you free, you will be free indeed. Then go to Romans eight two. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. Then go to Isaiah 53, and he bore your grief and took your sorrow. So if you got any of that, let that go today. Let it go now. That doesn't mean you're not, you stop missing people. Mm -hmm. And then God's word will work for you. Now, if you've lost some things during this lockdown and all that kind of, I heard things are starting to open up. That's great. Now call up, catch Satan. The Bible said you catch him, he has to return it sevenfold. You catch the thief, you start, how do I catch him? Start calling in. Let me tell you something. <laughs> he, he can't stay away from you very long. He'll come to you, you can trap him. See, he's always trying to hurt people and do things of that nature. You see, and then you'll get back sevenfold. That's right. And God will honor you beyond your wildest dreams if you yeah. just let him. Yeah, he's looking to restore everything that the thief has stolen That's right. from us. Everything. And, you know, we were talking about uh, uh, bondages and addictions and things like this early in the program and, and throughout uh -huh. this time. But uh, this flows right in line with this testimony. I read this a little earlier today. You didn't know about this, but, you know, Jesse chooses the subject and we just all flow into the Holy Spirit. And, trust and I got it about God two is, minutes before I got here. That God is meeting your need. But this is a testimony that was written in uh, that we got recently from okay. past boardroom chat. And this is from Ryan. And okay. I want you to hear this. It says, I'm struggling right now with addiction. I pray every day and all the time to our Lord to change me 
and help me serve my Heavenly Father better. The persistence with prayer helps, and I feel myself getting closer to the Lord. I will not give up. Jesus won't let me. Your ministry helps a lot. Thank you. So let's pray for Ryan and others that may be addicted to things that have been battling things Mm -hmm. because I believe the Holy Spirit led you to talk on this subject so that people can be free from from addictions. Father, in the name of Jesus, we set ourselves in agreement, Ryan, that the struggling stops now. See, Jesus did all the struggling and Ryan didn't have to do it. Yes, Lord. Father, I speak to him right now and command the devil to get away from him. Lord, we thank you. By, I bind you, Satan, and get under Ryan's feet. And Lord, we're setting ourselves in agreement with him that we'll get another testimony that said there's no more struggle. No more struggle. I am set free completely Lord, in every area of my life. Thank Father, you. I thank you for it. I believe you for it. I call it done in the mighty name of Jesus, yes. we pray. Amen and amen. You know, it takes some freedom to send in things like this. Yeah. You got to sit down, talk about it, think about it. And we appreciate all you that are watching. And if you'd like to send us a testimony, if we can, we can't read them all by no means, but we'll do the best I can. There's one here that says, Connie, I love your wisdom in teaching folks how to live a Christian life. Yeah, it's pretty simple. It's not hard. It's, it, you ready for this? It's not churchy. <laughs> it's not religiosity. Mm-hmm. What it is is freedom. Free, true freedom. And Jesus was free like that too. Did Think about that. Can you imagine how heaven's going to be oh, free man. like that? No. Yeah, I can imagine it's that, Lord, because His will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Here's one from Mike. I learn something new every time I tune in a chat or a Sunday service. Thanks, Mike, for saying that. This is Shaquille watching from the Bahamas. Ooh, hallelujah! I like this. If I can say this name, Stowen. Bless you from Romania. Here's one from Donna. Amen. You have exemplified Christ for all these years. This is one from Joel. Thank you, Brother Jesse, for letting me know that God loves a good laugh. Bless us from Portugal. Well, we get them all over. This is one from George. I was radically changed after I got saved. Well, I guess you would be. You got a new spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Look at that name. See, we got a guy that works for his name, George. And that's what I... I look at his name, and, he, and his name says Jorge. I, how you get George out of that? I have no idea. I, I, I don't know how to it's get there. But Spanish, it's a different language, Jesse. man. It's, it's another. <laughs> and they need, say you don't say George. You, you say things. George. I <laughs> say George. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's okay. such a blessing. Leave him alone. I know. I give him a hard time. What's so your problem? <laughs> Nothing. Not right. He's behind the camera. That's why I got him laughing here and all that stuff. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed today because I want to know. I wanted to be a, a, a freedom for you in your life. Mm-hmm. Never go into bondage. Throw away the bondage and the chain. Don't make them jewelry. Get rid of that stuff. God will give you real jewelry to wear if you want to watch that. And I'll prove it to you. No matter what goes wrong, Paul and Silas beat up like crazy in a jail. And guess what they start doing? At 12 o'clock, they start singing songs. Mm-hmm. Songs in the night. Songs in the night. I preached a sermon on that probably 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paul looked at his friend. And he said, sing. Sing, Silas. Sing, Silas. This is the day. <laughs> and my God began to shake the chains and mm-hmm. everything. See, think about that. See, it's not where you are that causes the bondage. No, no, that's nothing. Yeah. It's what's inside of you that's holding you. Yes. You get rid of that and yeah. God's word Once you forever. know Jesus, there'll be yeah. a song in your heart. And when you tap into that, it'll make you free every day. In every area of your life. I mean that sincerely. I hope you can come. One day to this place called Jesse the Planets Ministries International Headquarters. It's in Destrahan, which is a suburb of New Orleans, about six to seven miles from the uh, Armstrong International Airport. 
It's all plantation looking. It's very beautiful. We have a, a wonderful visionary conference that we do in July. And it's only a Thursday night, Friday morning, Friday night. People come from all over the world. Everybody. We're hoping by that time everybody's traveling. Everybody's it's free. Welcome. We never charge. I think in 2020, we, we yeah. couldn't have many internationals. Right. Some now, came yeah. and with risk of being quarantined. Right. But they, we had they an amazing come. conference. And we don't have registration fees. I'm not saying that's wrong. No, no. I just don't charge people to go to church. No, no, somebody gonna get mad at me about that. No, I just don't. Nothing wrong with it. I had a problem. I just don't do that. Me and Kathy, we live by faith. We decree by faith. We declare by faith. Also, have a wonderful, glorious women's conference that men sneak into because they like the word so strong. Kathy preaches it, and she'll get a guest speaker. It's just such a blessing. And of course, Sunday morning, Kathy's the pastor, and she ministers. And when I get a chance, I minister. And then we got other people on staff that. Yeah, we've kind of like had an extended meetings with you yeah, in church because, you a know, lot since the COVID. I mean, I've been I working really the weekend, the weekends, constantly, all the time. You know, those powerful. kind of things. And it's just been fun. We hope you can come and to all our partners and friends who support this ministry. What can I say but thank you? Because, you see, without your faithful financial support, we couldn't do what we do. And, you know, we're doing it. I don't mean to sound arrogant. We're doing it real good. Mm -hmm. And we've asked the Lord for every dollar given to our ministry to give us a soul into the kingdom. And we get that. I'm yeah. telling you, that comes through. I told God, I said, I will work. I will do anything you ask me to do. But you got to come with me. And, brother, I bring my partners with us. So thank you for all you that give to this ministry. And, some, and the reason I'm saying that because some people say you never say much about that. If you'd like to be a partner in our ministry, you can go to jdm.org and get, uh, look at the website. You can donate something if you want to. If you yeah. don't want to, don't do it. Or you mm -hmm. can use PayPal if you want to do that kind of stuff. Or you can uh, text to give. Or, or you can just write an old-fashioned check and mail it called J at JDM. You'll get a tax-deductible receipt for your giving. If you want to, look at me. No bondage. If you don't want to, don't have to. You won't hear too many people say that. We're not struggling here. I don't want you to struggle. Mm -hmm. You understand? I tell you what, the anointing increases on me and Kathy, and it's on this ministry. We want you to live like we live, and we live good. Yeah. We're not embarrassed. We make no excuse for the blessing of God. People say, my God, you don't hide nothing. Whom the Son is set free is free indeed. So yeah. thank you for being a partner. If you're not, and you that are partners, thank you for your wonderful continued financial support. You're such a blessing of the Lord. Kathy, you have anything more to say? Because no, I'm going to close it no, out. No, we can go. You sure? Well, I had a verse I wanted to read. read a verse. And it kind of flows <laughs> with what you're reading because Jesus okay. taught us. And you were saying uh, you don't have to give. But when you do give, that's what unlocks your blessing. Sure. Because Jesus, Jesus that's why, taught us. Uh, when anything goes wrong, it hits the harvest. Jesus taught us in Luke chapter 6, verse 38, very familiar verse. It says, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down. Uh, shaken shaken together and running no. over shall men give unto your bosom, for with the same measure that you meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. Amen. So when he says give, that's because he wants you to be blessed. He wants you to be free from Amen. financial bondage. Right. And he has a way that's to how you do, do that. It. You sow seed, and then God brings you into a har brings a harvest to you. I've never seen a farmer have a harvest without so sowing a seed. That's right. Just common sense. So you pray about it if you want to. Fine. If you don't, still continue to watch the boardroom chats. Like I told you, if you come here, we don't charge registration. We don't do that. No, we. Nothing, well, our our wrong purpose is to teach you teach what the Word of God preach. says, because our our vision is reaching people, changing lives, one soul at a time, Amen. and we change it with the Word of God, what God's Word. Well, has our promised. purpose is to teach you, but it's also our purpose to live what we speak. Exactly. And we do that. Yeah. So until next time, this is Jesse and Kathy Plant saying we love you. We'll see you next, very soon, I guess, <laughs> at the next boardroom chat. Yes. See you later. Bye bye. Bye bye.